Happy Tuesday, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, we're on Psalm 131, and I'll be reading from the Living Living Translation. And it reads, Lord, I am not proud and haughty. I don't think myself better than others. I don't pretend to know it all. I am quiet now before the Lord, just as a child who is weaned from the breast. Yes, my begging has been stilled. O Israel, you should, too, quietly trust in the Lord, now and always. (laughs) I think this is a beautiful psalm, don't you think? This is another psalm of ascent, but it falls in the category of remembrance, which is a subcategory of thanksgiving. And the reason why is because at the very end of this psalm, the psalmist urges Israel and us to trust in the Lord because of his faithfulness, to rest quietly and wait on God. But let's start at the beginning. Our psalmist opens with a confession or perhaps a declaration. I'm not sure. He comes before God and he acknowledges, I think, that he understands where he stands with God in the light of other people, you know, relationships, that he recognizes that there are no big eyes and little U's. We are all made in the image of God and should not think of ourselves above others. That's having a haughty attitude. And an example, or I should say examples of this, can be found in the Gospel of Luke, um, specifically chapter 18, verse 11, where there is the parable of the Pharisee. And the Pharisee is praying before God, and he thanks him for not being like the man who's sitting next to him or praying next to him, who he perceives as a sinner. And if you remember that parable, and then the man who's next to the Pharisee, he's praying out to God, oh, wretched man that I am. And so the Pharisee, you know, thought that he was better than this other guy. But in God's eye, it was the other way around because of the humble attitude that the other man had. And another example we find is the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus, remember that where Lazarus sat at the gate of the rich man who we never know his name because he's insignificant. <laughs> Lazarus is a person that we're supposed to concentrate on and he sits at this man's gates and never offers him a drink of water, food, relief. Remember the dogs are coming to lick his sores. And then when they both die, Lazarus Lazarus goes to the heart of Abraham and the rich man is in the other place but they can see each other and so the rich man asks Abraham to send Lazarus to his brothers to warn them and that's the that's part of the issue why would he think that he could command Lazarus to do anything for him even in death the nerve the gall he was haughty he believed he could because he still believed that he was better than He didn't get it. Do you have a better than others mentality? If you do, I need you to know that that's not of God. It is okay to be confident and self-assured 
of what God has given you, the blessings of whatever talents you possess. However, you are not to use these gifts or talents to elevate you to the point that you believe others are less than you. That's not why God gave them to you. He gave them to you to bless you so that you could be a blessing to others. Our psalmist also lifts up that he is, not only is he not haughty, but that he is not a know-it-all. Are there any know-it-alls who are listening right now? (laughs) It can be extremely difficult to have a conversation with someone who knows everything, right? They just know everything. Or they try and one-ups you in the conversation. Who wants to be around people like that? I think that people um, who are know-it-alls, that they either suffer from insecurity so that they're trying to compensate by showing off what they know or they are haughty and they just think that they're better than everyone else and so their know-it-all-ness is a way of them boasting in their knowledge but either way it's not good and it's not godly but this isn't who our psalmist says he is (laughs) we are to strive to be godly which is what this psalmist is portraying The follow-on verse gives us a clue as to what being godly looks like, which is to be content and to stop begging, to be still, which, if we're honest, is very challenging in today's world, is it not? Everything is instant, everything. And we need and we get everything right now, Amazon Prime, microwave, delivery, you name it. And then the next day, Things are outdated, and so then you need to get the next best thing. I'm talking about the phones and the computers and the Apple Watches or the Samsung Watches or whatever you have. Have you noticed that? Everything is right now. And the demand to keep us, you know, going to get the next best thing because now you're outdated, and so now you're less than. This can be a merry-go-ride if you don't stop and take stock of who you are in Christ. And that's the key, who we are in Christ. God has told us that he will provide for our every need. That if we come to him and ask, that he will answer. He's told us that nothing can separate us from him. Therefore, we are to walk in the fruit of peace. This doesn't mean that you have to take leftovers or hand-me-downs, right? Because you and I are children of the Most High God, and he gives us his best. (laughs) What it does mean is that we, i.e. you, recognize the position that you have with God, in God, and to rest in that. Rest in that, knowing that his grace is sufficient, that it is sufficient to keep you in this season of caregiving, and it is sufficient to keep you in all the other seasons to come. Let's pray. We thank you holy God for your goodness and we thank you for being the most high God who loves us we thank you for being the God whose mercies are new every morning and whose grace is just ever flowing your grace is sufficient for us your love encapsulates us and secures us and so therefore we want to get off the merry-go-round of this world and the worrying and the trying to keep up with everything. We ask you, Father, to still our hearts because we want to be like the psalmist and we want to be still. 
We want to cease from our begging. And we want to quietly trust in you. We can't do that without your help. And so we lay it at you. Our anxious hearts worrying about our loved ones, worrying about what will come next. Help us to take one day at a time in you, knowing that you have given us today and that we can rest in that. This we ask in your precious Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, my podcast family, rest in God today as you minister the act of caregiving 